Recorded live. Hello there, how are you? Welcome once more to the Spanish Harriet Tubman show one of the most controversial shows across the nation, The Truth Unleashed, the Spanish Harriet Tubman Show, recorded live every night, Monday through Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that is, that is of course, pending persecution, uh, persecution against my person and against my elderly disabled mother, Luisa Oyaston. And some of the uh, persecution and retaliatory acts against us are false arrest, banging at our doors, threatening uh, calls, uh, telling us that we have a piece of land in the local cemetery for us and anybody who associates with us or helps us in any way, shape, or form, and other calls from the Department of Social Services uh, from the... Um, agency, fraudulent agency that we reported for defrauding uh, millions, billions, and trillions of dollars using my mother's uh, social security number and identity, as well as mine, I believe. Uh, and uh, this uh, agency is called Adult Protective Service. I have reported it so much that they changed the name uh, to cover up, and now they are, they are calling it Adult Services. So, um, some, some investigators or something happened, must have happened, that they changed the name. Uh, of course, that that is also uh, because they cannot justify that Luisa Oyarzun, my mother, has a college professor since, since the age of 25, uh, taking care of her, writing her notices of notice of claims for the court to uh, file lawsuit against traffickers uh, uh, of identities and government benefits and um, government employees from BSS and SSA who practice elderly financial abuse, identity theft, and fraud. So they, don't, they cannot justify uh, having her in uh, the, their roster, the Adult Protective Service roster, um, and telling the government, well, uh, we had this woman for 13 years in our roster, in our list of clients, quote-unquote, and she's claiming, and her daughter is claiming, that uh, they have never received any goods or services from us. Uh, moreover, the daughter and her are claiming that we should give the money back that we already used on the illegals uh, using their names and social security numbers. So they want us to be prosecuted. Uh, that's what they are saying. So we need to change the name of the agency. Uh, from adult protective service to adult services, and that's what's been happening, transpiring uh, during the last few months or so. And uh, after they changed the name from adult uh, protective services to adult services, then they tried to assassinate my elderly disabled mother, uh, Luisa Jackson, and myself while we were living at Fort Shepherd Avenue in Mount Morris, New York. So. Pending prosecution acts against our persons, uh, we, uh, I will be with you every Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 
And as I said, the Persecution, persecution Act against my uh, person and my mother are false arrest, banging at our door, threatening calls, um, telling us from a door protective service, telling us that they're not going to leave us alone because we reported their boss uh, and reported the, their agency. So they're not, uh, it seems that they're not able to continue to steal as many millions as they used to after we reported them. Um, rape against, not against my mother, but against my person, criminal mischief against our property and theft against our property. Uh, when I say criminal mischief, I mean uh, the things that they have been doing to our property and our cars, throwing next uh, to our cars, our vehicles, looking, looking uh, up at the four uh, tires naps, uh, all the naps in each tire, uh, in my career, Corolla, 1995. Also, uh, looking apart so we kill ourselves, changing the tires of our car. So when we drive in the highway, uh, um, the uh, old tires that they put in our car, in the, in the front part of our car, can explode and we can kill ourselves. As it happened in the past December, uh, 2017. Uh, and uh, fabricate cases against those saying uh, that um, is something uh, like uh, they they said that the Department of Social Services and the Social Security Administration Office Commissioner accused me of um, committing fraud and stealing all the millions and billions of dollars that they have stolen from my mother or using my mother's identity and Social Security number. They wanted me to sign a paper saying that I stole those um, millions and billions of dollars and trillions of dollars. And I had it somewhere um, hidden uh, or buried in somebody's backyard. So they said the proposal was the following. If I signed the document saying that I stole the money, that I committed uh, elderly financial abuse, which is a federal offense, and it is punishable, uh, mind you, by um, 10 to 15 years in prison, uh, they wanted me to sign a paper saying that I committed, uh, I stole the money from the United States Federal Reserve account, uh, not them, uh, which is very good for them, but not for me. So they said if I did that, they were going to give back the four months worth of uh, Social Security benefits that uh, the commissioner, Nancy Berry Hill, uh, and the DSS commissioner, in uh, the commissioner of uh, SSA, and the commissioner of DSS uh, in Livingston County stole from uh, my mother during the month of August, uh, October, November, and December of 2017. So that was the proposal. If I said that the money that they have defrauded uh, the, the United States government federal reserve account um, was defrauded by me, and I wrote my signature on that document, uh, the Social Security Administration Commissioner, Nancy Berehill, and the uh, New York Livingston County Commissioner, Diana Dean, were going to give back the foremost worth of Social Security Disability Court-awarded benefits that they had stolen from my mother, preventing her from paying the rent at Fort Shepherd Avenue in Mount Morris, New York, and subsequently having her uh, illegally evicted uh, for owning, for not paying 14 days of rent that she needed to pay because she managed to get the money to pay all the other rent. 
but uh, 14 days of rent. So they uh, illegally evicted her, and that was an illegal eviction that uh, was um, uh, the um, cover-up of uh, an assassination attempt because the real purpose of the illegal eviction was not to illegally evict my mother. There were two purposes. It was to assassinate my mother and I, uh, so they needed to fabricate a story or fabricate a case. So that was uh, determined to be the, the illegal eviction. Uh, and so they wanted to take it, take us out of the house. So um, Cherry Thomas Doherty from New York, Livingston County, and Diana Dean in Nassibury Hill could have access to our home to ransack our home and steal all our documents that we had that proved that they um, committed fraud, elderly financial abuse, identity theft, and fraud, and uh, all the documents that uh, compromised them. So they came up with this illegal eviction with a no docket number or no um, index number, and they broke into our house and stole the papers. So that's uh, the that's the type of fabrication uh, of fabricated cases that the organized crime members uh, commit against the civilians, the citizens, and legal residents to steal, uh, to lie, and to make sure that after they committed uh, their crime, then they would the victims would not have evidence against them. So that's what they thought they did, uh, but perhaps they have another thing coming. And um, they did the same thing that they did to um, President Donald Trump, uh, our beloved President Donald Trump. They uh, broke into his lawyer's office supposedly to get evidence against him when in reality what they were doing were, was uh, to look for things, to look for evidence that he and his lawyer had against the people who were supposedly investigating him. Uh, so they masqueraded this everything to, uh, to say that, oh, we were looking for uh, evidence against Donald Trump or his lawyer, when in reality they were looking for evidence against themselves for harassing, antagonizing, and going after uh, Donald Trump um, because they don't want the country to be a sovereign country. They want the country to become a, a communist, socialist country. So since Donald Trump opposes that, they have done that to him and have been uh, going after him in a witch hunt. Uh, the same type of thing, because the organized crime uh, has many different levels. They are at all levels, unfortunately. That's why we need to pray a lot, because these people are um, powered by uh, principalities and powers from uh, darkness. And that's why you can never see them happy. No matter how many more, how many millions they steal, no matter how much money they uh, steal from the taxpayers or, or uh, from somebody else, uh, they are never happy. So um, that's the type of fabrication that they, they do. Uh, they fabricate cases uh, against people saying that they stole money uh, the other day, on or around the 26th of January 2018, they also tried to falsely arrest my mother, saying that she 
have deported the United States government Federal Reserve account, not about protective service and the SSA and DSS commissioners uh, and government em- employees, but she, uh, a woman who is um, elderly and disabled, hard of hearing, has two cancer operations and speaks broken English, that she had the uh, intelligence to report the United States government Federal Reserve account with millions, billions, and trillions of dollars and she, was, uh, she went to the Department of Social Services to get um, money for uh, buying antibiotics for her urinary tract infection and her bladder infection because all of her government benefits, including her pension after working for dozens of years, paying her taxes and doing everything right, has, have been stolen. So they falsely accused her of, the, of stealing the same money that uh, the the government has been stealing for the last 13 years or so, and she has been reporting it to the FBI, the uh, Inspector General's Office, the Attorney General's Office, the uh, U.S. Marshal, the District Attorney, um, the USA Attorney, and all the government employees uh, from the DOJ that were supposed to investigate these people and uh, put them behind bars for fraud and theft. So these are the type of um, uh, cases that they fabricate um, against the citizens and civilians when they um, report them. So when I say false arrest, banking at our doors, threatening calls, um, rape, criminal mischief, um, theft of our property, for investment, uh, and um, cases, fabrications, that's what I mean. And with that being said, uh, do you feel like giving out, uh, giving a shout out, uh, speaking the truth without being censored? This is your time. If you would like uh, your voice to be heard, call our talk show number at 724-444-7444, My ID number is 145906. 145906 and pound. Don't forget to hit pound because when you call from Monday to Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and you dial 724-444-7444, you're going to be asked by, uh, for, uh, for an ID by the recording, and then uh, you have to enter 145906-POUND. Or, and uh, you can join us in our chat room um, by going to www.talkshoe.com, www.talkshoe.com. Just enter my ID number, which is 145906-POUND, and click go. It's free and fun, and you'll love it. And also, uh, since my uh, shares in Facebook and other uh, places have been disabled because they have uh, the organized crime that I have been reporting um, for the last 17 years or so, and I have been investigating for the last 17 years or so, has hacked into my computer. They hacked into my email account. 
and uh, they uh, prevented my email from reaching the people the people that they uh, were um, meant to reach. And also they uh, did something to my tampered with my Facebook account, preventing me from sharing uh, the information that I want to share. Because according to them, since they are smarter than everybody else, remember, uh, that's going to prevent me from reporting uh, their crimes and their assassination of American citizens and legal residents. That's what they believe. And um, again, uh, this is not uh, an issue that uh, is being done to me. It has been done to Diamond and Silk. It has been done to millions and billions of American citizens and legal residents who report the organized crime um, members and their crimes against the citizens, such as um, their violent behavior against the citizens who are conservative or Christian or who are not Muslim uh, and also who are um, uh, against um, criminal behavior. So they censored uh, Facebook uh, and YouTube as well as Google uh, have censored uh, people because uh, of their Christian beliefs and because of their conservative views, which is a violation of our freedom of speech, which is the First Amendment right. Remember, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of press. So I don't understand... Um, why these people believe that uh, they have uh, the freedom of speech, that they can do and say whatever they want, but other people don't have the same right uh, uh, to practice their freedom of speech or their freedom of press or their freedom of religion, because that's what it means. Freedom of speech means for all, not only for the uh, liberals and Democrats, but for all. Uh, and that includes Christians and includes uh, conservatives as well, and includes uh, Republicans also. So this is uh, the situation. And um, moving right along, I would like to ask you to please say our daily prayer for our beloved activist, Elvira Williams, who died assassinated by um, the healthcare, um, by the hospital of Broward County. I believe it's Broward uh, Health uh, and the supervisee of Cat Israel, the sheriff of Broward County, Florida, Cat Israel. He aided and abated, he and his supervisees aided and abated in the assassination of uh, activist Elvira Williams and uh, ended up assassinating her by denying her uh, what they always do, the organized crime always does, denying her medical care, which is illegal in the United States, and or any medication that can prevent her um, illnesses from advancing uh, and killing her. So um, this, this is the same thing that they are doing to me uh, as a Christian activist and to my mother. Uh, because we have reported the crimes against, committed against the American people by the organized crime members working at the DSS uh, and SSA, as well as the 
Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services and the DOJ, including FBI agents like the one in uh, Westchester, New York, which I reported. Her name was Maria. I gave her the uh, proof, the evidence that um, the trafficking of um, Medicaid was going on in Westchester County as well as in many, many other counties, and she threatened me instead of um, prosecuting these people, threatened me uh, with um, uh, having me shut, shut my mouth or else. Uh, that's more, more or less how she put it. Uh, and uh, she told me not to uh, show the evidence of the trafficking of, of, of Medicaid trafficking to anybody else. And that was that. She was an FBI agent uh, in Westchester County, New York, located in White Plains in the office of FBI in White Plains, New York, which is in Westchester County. And I uh, remember that one of her supervisees wanted to uh, prosecute the people that uh, I showed in the evidence that I handed in, and she uh, prevented this supervisee of hers of her from uh, moving forward, so uh, she couldn't. She didn't do. Uh, she couldn't do it. She couldn't do the right thing. This female supervisee, and um, that's really sad because you go into uh, a job and you want to have a career, and many people just want to have a job and make money. They have no pride, no um, values, and obviously no uh, respect for God for our Constitution. So that's why many FBI agents uh, ended up resigning and moving to something else because they couldn't take the corruption of this agency anymore. And as um, you have seen, the, the FBI uh, did not want to go and arrest the Commissioner of DSS in Westchester County, Kevin McGuire, for selling my mother's Medicaid and, and uh, identity and mine to millions of illegals uh, in the country, having them vote with our identities, having them travel with our passports and our identities. They couldn't, they did not want to go into his office and uh, raise his office uh, or arrest him. When I showed the, the, the FBI the evidence, and they had two ocular witnesses. They refused to do that, but they were very willing to go to Mr. Trump's uh, lawyer's office and trade that office to, to seek the evidence that Mr. Trump and his lawyers have against uh, people who uh, are corrupted working as, and who are working as DOJ employees. They didn't go there to that office because they wanted to uh, seek evidence against Trump. They wanted to seek evidence against them and people who are after Trump because he doesn't want our country to become a third world country, a hellhole, quote unquote. So we need to pray for uh, Mr. Trump and Barra Williams and the millions of other American citizens and legal residents that have been assassinated, are being assassinated, and will be assassinated by the organized crime members working as government employees. We need to pray a lot uh, because these people have no uh, soul. They are ruthless. 
and they uh, have no loyalty to anybody but to their package. Their greed, which uh, is a capital sin, has uh, appears to have no end. So we need to pray and uh, to also become active uh, in reporting and denouncing this behavior, this criminal behavior. Uh, after uh, we do the prayer for uh, Ms. Williams and the aforementioned, the other aforementioned citizens, I would like to say my opening statement, which I believe I did not say yesterday, because I was so uh, focused on the content of what I uh, had for yesterday that uh, I did not have time to say my opening statement, but I will today. Uh, and I don't think I had uh, time to say it. And uh, we will use Luisa Yarson's uh, case, my mother's case, as always, to illustrate uh, the point. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can also voice them. We will conclude after that. We will conclude with uh, the discussion. Now, uh, let's uh, do our prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for everything that you have given us. Thank you for the food, the clothing, the shelter. And thank you for the patience uh, and the intelligence that you have given your children to see right through the lies of Satan and the lies of the hands of Satan who are committing crimes against your children and against anybody who stands in their way. Thank you, beloved Father, for giving, giving us also the patience not to lose uh, our patience and uh, to, stay, to stay strong um, because remember, uh, Heavenly Father, uh, I always want to remember that um, anger is a sin, and we should not become angry. We should become proactive and go against Satan's uh, ways and immorality, corruption, and things that violate your laws and violate our laws here on earth. Heavenly Father, please send your warrior angels to investigate the assassination of. Uh, and Vera Williams, as well as the assassination of all the American citizens and legal residents by the government employees who belong to the organized crime. And uh, please give justice to all those who have been assassinated, who are about to be assassinated, and who also um, uh, will be assassinated in the future, who are going through a very bad ordeal. Uh, being antagonized and terrorized by the aforementioned government employees. Please, uh, Heavenly Father, send your warrior angels and send your children to fight against these evil uh, people and evilness and take them out of their office, the governmental offices, and uh, put themselves there because we need uh, your children in our government offices. We need people with values, morals, and uh, fear, the fear of God. We need uh, those people there. So please, Heavenly Father, give us the strength to report what we need to report and uh, to fight what we need to fight peacefully and uh, in intelligently, not like Satan, like the um, violent people that are the hands of Satan. Please, Heavenly Father, Give us justice because that's what we need. And remember, the Inspector General's Office um, investigation uh, said that there is uh, 
6.1 million American citizens who are 112 years old or older who are receiving Social Security uh, benefits. Uh, those were the people that he found. Imagine, Heavenly Father, I can just imagine how many millions of American citizens have been assassinated and the illegals continue to get their government benefits, their pensions, and everything else. Please, Heavenly Father, stop this, this uh, act of evilness. Stop this abomination before your eyes and give us justice. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, um, now I will say uh, my opening statement. I hope that uh, when I say my opening statement, you can um, jot down whatever you need to jot down, uh, which is important for you. And when I um, say something that you don't understand, you can have a chance to ask. Uh, when I finish saying what I need to say, and because that's why I'm here. That, that's why I am compelled to be here as Joan of Arc or as um, a Harriet Tubman or, or as whoever you want me to be, but as a Christian who uh, will uh, do the will of God and who, who will do the right thing and who, who will not sell out because Christians are not for sale. That's why I'm here. Okay, so this is my opening statement. As opposed to the previous administration, government employees are starting to be held accountable for their actions, especially for corruption and weaponizing our government agencies to use them against civilians and private citizens, legal residents, and anyone who the corrupted government employees want to get out of the way, quote-unquote, so they can continue to violate U.S. laws while using and abusing their positions to do so. And I mean their government positions. And that's a crime, by the way, to use your government position as a government employee to abuse our civilians and other people. I would like to say... Um, that we need to pray for uh, President Donald J. Trump uh, because he is under attack by um, the forces of darkness and principalities and powers that are pushed by greed and greed only. So the forces of that when we pray, um, we need to pray for the forces of darkness and uh, principalities and powers that have been after him continue to be stepped on by our Heavenly Father and His powerful hand. And uh, our Heavenly Father can continue to protect our citizens and legal residents and uh, our president and go against those who support the assassination of our, our countrymen and women and children, of course. So they can continue to be, uh, to be brought, uh, the United States Government Federal Reserve account. I mean the uh, government employees who have been doing so in assassinating Amer American citizens and legal residents. So that's the, the purpose, to continue to defraud the, the United States government and the taxpayers endlessly and continue to fill their pockets with millions of dollars that do not belong to them. This is, as I said before, greed, and it is one of the seven capital things. 
if uh, the first citizens and legal residents um, dead after they have been assassinating, assassinated uh, the illegals then uh, can continue to step into their their uh, identity and continue to destroy the United States government and taxpayers, of course. May God protect our nation, our citizens, our residents, and the rest of the world, which seems to be in anarchy by the forces of uh, darkness. Okay, so that was my opening statement. And um, I wanted to mention something very interesting. Um, while I was um, uh, filling out paperwork for Luisa Oyasun, uh, my mother, which I have done for the last 17 years or so, even though the Department of Social Services employees and the Social Security Administration Office's employees have been telling the United States government that they have been doing the paperwork for Luisa Oyarsson, that they have been uh, getting the medication for Luisa Oyarsson, that they have been calling pharmacies and calling uh, here and there and doctor's offices and uh, DSS offices and uh, Social Security offices for the last 17 years or so. Uh, in getting salaries for supposedly doing the work that I have been doing, because I have been doing the work of a lawyer, a civil rights, uh, and, and, uh, a civil rights lawyer, and a, a civil law lawyer. I have been doing the work of a social worker. I have been doing the work of two home aides or home attendants. I have been doing the work of a personal secretary, and I have been doing the work of a, a translator and interpreter for Lisa Oyarsson. And guess what? Uh, people, employees uh, belonging to the uh, organized crime uh, and the Social Security Administration Office, as well as the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services and the, Social, uh, and the uh, Department of Social Services, they have been telling people that they have uh, a social worker, uh, a legal aid, a translator and interpreter, and uh, falsely documenting that they have been doing the work that I have been doing during the last 17 years or so, and they have been getting salaries according to my 17 years research and investigation. Uh, some, some, uh, sometimes um, $30 uh, per hour for the uh, home aide or home attendant, and uh, salaries of uh, $80,000, $90,000 per, per uh, year, for the supposed social worker uh, that has been doing the work that I have been doing, uh, and um, the other um, people uh, uh, working at the ESS and SSA have been getting salaries, very high salaries for the work that I have been doing, and I have not, I have not been given the amount of money that I was supposed to be given for doing the job that I have been doing and not being able to work because the Department of Social Services and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services and the Social Security Administration Office's commissioners uh, have stolen the, the uh, government benefits that I was supposed to receive during the last 17 years or so. So how do you like that? On paper, they have put themselves as doing the job that I have been doing, and uh, they have been getting, getting salaries that, for doing that, uh, those jobs that I have done. To me, uh, it smells like fraud. I don't know about you, but 
for me, that smells like fraud. Uh, and it is called elderly financial abuse. Uh, theft and fraud. That's what it is called in the law. And um, moving right along, I just read uh, yesterday a copy of uh, a letter that was sent to Lisa Yasum after uh, she asked me to fill out the application for her and for Section 8 and uh, send the application. So I took the application, read the instructions. Uh, the application said, um, let me see. Um, I have the application right here in front of me. And it said, these people who sent this letter uh, from Section A, they don't even know how to sound uh, a, piece, uh, a page. Uh, you can tell that. They are not very educated or paper-oriented uh, by the, the way they even staple the paper, the paperwork. So uh, I read the information. The information says um, housing a choice voucher, HCV, rental assistance application. It says complete and return the application, including the supplement to application for federal assistance housing. Um, the documentation provided as proof has been uh, you uh, as proof must have the name of the head of the household and or spouse. She doesn't have any spouse. An address that corresponds with the name and address that is given to the application, of course. And then it says, if you do not provide proof of address, your application will be considered incomplete and will be returned to you. Okay, I understand that. When I filled out the application, I sent the uh, proof of address uh, and I sent the correct information for Luisa but obviously they want specific things and they told me that they want specific things uh, here. So I'm going to um, send what they asked me to send for Luisa Oyasun. But when it says, uh, it, um, fill out the form, and include it says here. Complete and return the application, including the supplement to application for federal assistance housing. When I go to the supplement and application for federal assistance housing, supplement to application for federal assistance uh, assisted housing. Excuse me. I read supplemental and optional contact information for hot assistant housing. Supplemental and optional contact information for hot assistant housing. It says optional, O-P-T-I-O-N-A-L. And then they return the application because they say that you did not fill uh, out the application, the supplemental uh, and optional contact information for hot assistant housing applicants. I don't understand why they say it is optional if they want people to fill that out because in the letter that they sent, and this letter uh, is from, and I'm reading, I'm, I'm giving you this sample because this is a sample case because I want you to note the modus operandi of the traffickers of identities and government benefits. So I'm giving you, the, I'm telling you the, the, the information uh, the material, and I am also giving you sample cases 
so you know how the organized crime operates and how they um, traffic uh, with government benefits and the identities of citizens and citizens' identities. Now, it says here, dear applicant, this is for Luis Aliasso, your application for housing voucher, uh, housing, excuse me, housing choice voucher rental assistance is being returned to you because we find it to be incomplete for one or for all of the following reasons. It says here, you did not complete the supplement to application for federally assistant housing. The one I just said to you, supplemental and optional contact information. If it's optional, it's not, uh, they're not supposed to tell and uh, return your application because you did not fill out the that, that form. Because that form is for housing, and she's not applying for housing, and she's applying for um, voucher, a Section 8 voucher. Because what happens is, during the last 17 years or so, Luisa Oyarsun and about 50 million American citizens and legal residents have been told to fill out the application for uh, the, the housing um, voucher and also for housing, which are the projects. So when they fill out the application for, for Section 8, which is the housing voucher, uh, they are filling out the application for the um, uh, Section 8 voucher, which, which is what they want. However, they are also told to fill out the application for what they do not want, which is housing or the project, which means that when they fill out the application for Section 8 and the application for uh, housing or the project, there is one application that is left because they are interested in uh, the housing voucher. And when they are called, uh, they are interested in Section 8, not the housing voucher or, or the project. When they are called to, give, to be given the housing voucher, I mean, uh, the, um, how, uh, yes, the project housing, they say, no, I'm not interested. So what do they do, the government employees who are in charge of this? They sell the uh, application with the identity of the citizens and legal residents to people who want uh, to, be, to live in the project for a lower uh, rent. So people who are working, who get a good salary, and who can pay for full rent end up buying uh, the uh, housing for the project from the government employees because those are the applications that they tell the citizens and legal residents to fill out which the citizens and legal residents are not interested in in any way they fill out because they feel blackmailed and they, they are told if you don't fill out the, the uh, um, application for housing, uh, we will not take your application for Section 8. So they take the application for Section 8, they sell the Section 8 to people who can't pay the rent, uh, and uh, they also sell the housing voucher for the project. You follow? So the citizens and legal residents, millions of them, end up with nothing, and the illegals and people who can't pay a full rent because they are working, and we all know that the illegals get the best job uh, in, in here. Many of, of them uh, are government employees 
working with Hillary Clinton and the, the Democrats with ha- very high salaries uh, and no documents, uh, and they vote and, and all that. So, and I wonder uh, what um, identity, they, what social security number they used to vote, uh, because if they're not citizens, they're not supposed to vote. But anyway, this is the scam that the housing uh, authorities uh, and the housing employees have in our uh, country. And this is why the taxpayers are paying taxes endlessly and they never finish paying taxes in our external debt because we have to borrow money to uh, fund this uh, Section 8 and this uh, housing, this project, uh, housing project uh, applications. And this is why we will never get out of debt, we will never pay our external debt, and we will never uh, end up, uh, we will never finish paying taxes uh, endlessly because uh, people are using our uh, federal reserve accounts, our government federal reserve accounts, and uh, the taxpayers are at their personal checking accounts, the government employees who are involved in these scams and fraud. You follow? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to call this, this um, Arbor Housing and Development because they gave the, the, the contact information here, and I'm going to ask them, how come is the uh, project or housing application, not the Section 8 application, but the housing application says optional, Lisa or Jackson have to fill out their, their contact information? And sign it if it's optional, because when she filled out uh, the the housing application, she has the her contact information and her personal identifiable information there. So why should she uh, be forced or blackmailed into uh, filling out the housing or the project application when she's interested in the uh, Section 8 application because she's elderly, disabled? and uh, has uh, an income of $1,000 every uh, month um, because all her government benefits, including her food stamps and uh, a, fraction, a part of her food stamps, because she's supposed to receive $345 worth of food stamps, which she's receiving uh, because she has, a, a, she has a, a special diet that she needs to follow because she has epilepsy and other chronic illnesses. But she's, uh, she's, her, her New York State pension was also stolen along with $13,000 uh, that were stolen from her Social Security benefits. So she's below the poverty level because they stole all her government benefits. And she's one of the uh, 50 million American citizens and legal residents who are victims of this organized crime. And they cannot go anywhere because when they go to the FBI, to the local uh, state or federal authorities, those people that they report that they're supposed to report this to are part of the organized crime. When they go to the local senators and Congress people, those people are part of the organized crime for a piece of a pie, and they don't do anything. You follow? This is the problem that we are having in our nation. I hope that you're understanding what's going on. So what I'm going to do. Uh, is I'm going to call Harbor Housing and Development. Har- I'm sorry, Arbor. Arbor Housing and Development. A 
R B O R Housing and Development. They are located at 26 Bridge Street, D R I D as in David, G E B as in Boy, R I D as in David, G E Street, 26 Bridge Street, Corning, New York, 14830. Telephone number 607. 
these are the landlords that have been, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, these are the, um, the Social Security Administration commissioners and uh, Department of Social Services commissioners who I have been um, researching and investigating and documenting uh, about with regards to Medicaid trafficking, because they sell Medicaid, uh, and also with regards to um, the trafficking of other government benefits and um, the citizens' identities and legal residents' identities. So the first one is called Kevin McGuire. His middle initial is Emma St. Mary, and he's at the Westchester Department of Social Services in Westchester, New York. He's located at 112 East Post Road, fifth floor, White Plains, New York, 10601. And for those of you news reporters and investigative news reporters and uh, government officials who have hackers, I think you would be very, uh, you will find very interesting things if you had the computer in. Um, at 112 West, uh, at 112 East Post Road, uh, White Plains, New York, uh, the DSS computers. You might want uh, you, you you're going to add, uh, you're going to find very interesting things, and um, you will also find that Luis Alyson is still in those computers receiving government benefits uh, when she moved uh, out of the Westchester County two years ago. So. Uh, more than two years ago, and uh, the the next uh, trafficker of Medicaid and other government benefits who have sold Luis Alyson's identity and mine to illegals uh, and have people uh, illegals uh, with our identities in in uh, the county where they work as DSS commissioners is uh, Diana Dean. Her middle initial is Emma St. Mary. And Dean is a deactivated EANE. She's located in Livingston County DSS um, building. It's a building with sealers, uh, big white sealers. And the address there is 1 Murray Hill Drive. And that's uh, Emma St. Mary, U.S. in under, R.S. in Raymond. A as in Apple, Y as in yours. Hill, H-I-L-L, drive. Mount Morris, comma, M-O-U-N-T, Morris, M-O-R-R-I-S. New York, 14510-1699. And the next DSS commissioner and uh, trafficker of identities and government benefits and trafficker of Medicaid is uh, Corinda Crossdale, and uh, she's DSS, the DSS Commissioner in Monroe County. Kevin McGuire is the DSS Commissioner in Westchester County, and Diana Dean is the DSS Commissioner of Livingston County. All of them are in New York, the state of New York. And Corinda Crossdale is uh, located, she's also both Lisa Yasson's identity and mine, and has been. Uh, having people defrauding the United States government federal reserve account with millions of dollars by using my mother's identity and mine. 
uh, in the, um, the Sanctuary City of Rochester, New York, for uh, at least a year and a half. And uh, Corinda Crossdale is located at 11 West Fall Road, WEST Fall, S as in France, ALL Road, Rochester, the Sanctuary City of Rochester, New York, 14620. And Rochester, of course, R O C H E S T E R. And let me see. Let me see. The other commissioner and a trafficker of identities and government benefits is located. In, uh, let me see. Let me just check something. This is Corinda Crosser. Um, uh, I don't know the name of the commissioner, but uh, she's located or is located at um, 109 East 16 Street. 109 East 16 Street. New York, New York, that's in New York City, and the zip code there is 10003. Uh, and uh, you just look uh, for the commissioner of the Department of Social Services there. 109 East, 15th Street, New York, New York, 10003. The other one is in New Jersey that has been trafficking with identities and Goldman benefits and selling Richard Jackson's identity and mine um, in uh, the New Jersey one as well as the aforementioned one is uh, in the follow at the following address. Morristown Department of Social Services at 340 West Hanover Avenue. 340 West Hanover, H as in Harry, A-N-O, D as in Victor, E-R, Avenue. Morristown, New Jersey, 07960. Morristown, M O R R I S T O W N, New Jersey, 07960. And um, the other commissioner is the, is the Social Security Administration Temporary Commissioner or Interim Commissioner. That was the one that stole uh, for most work of my mother's social security court awarded disability uh, benefits uh, on uh, August of 2017, October, November, and December, in order to have her assassinated uh, when she was illegally addicted uh, because she did it uh, to prevent her from paying the rent so she could be illegally addicted and then assassinated once she was addicted and they could confiscate all the evidence that uh, she had, uh, that she has, because she still has it. But I didn't know that when they did that. So uh, that she has against uh, her and her organized crime members associates. So um, Nancy Berejil has a middle initial of ASINAPO, and she's located at uh, the Social Security Administration Office at 6401 Security Boulevard. And Boulevard uh, is abbreviated B as in boy, 
L. We are in Victor D. In uh, David. And she's in uh, Baltimore. B as in boy, A, L, C as in Tom, I, M, O, R, E. Maryland. That's M as in Mary, B as in David. And the zip code there is 21235. And uh, Nancy Hills, uh assistance in the organized crime and uh, the the regional social security assistant, uh, the regional social security commissioner for the north uh, west, I'm sorry, for the north northeast region, is um, they are three. This man, B as in boy, E A T as in Tom, R I C E, middle initial M as in Mary, and this man is her last name. B as in David, I, S as in Sam, M A N, Beatrice Man, and she's the regional commissioner, uh, together with, as I understand it, Frederick Maureen. And his name is Frederick, like Frederick uh, Douglas, S as in Frank, R E, B as in David, E, R I, C as in Kat, K, Maureen, M as in Mary. A-U-R-I-N. And they are both at 26 Federal Plaza, room 40-100. 26 Federal Plaza, room 40-100. New York, New York, 10278. Incidentally, I want to remind you that uh, because they um, were the, these commissioners were the intellectual architects of my mother's assassination in mind because they didn't know it was going to fail. Uh, and they uh, saw four months' worth of her Social Security benefits, so she couldn't pay their rent, uh, so she could be illegally evicted. And in the process, um, she and I would be assassinated. That's what they did to, to steal the four months' worth of the Social Security benefits. That shows criminal intent. And they should be arrested, yes, because of that. And never mind the other evidence that we have presented all over the place against these people and the uh, lawsuits that my mother, the federal lawsuits that my mother filed against uh, them, the three federal lawsuits, uh, two in the sanctuary city of Rochester, New York, um, a civil uh, court in the Western District of New York, the federal court, and uh, which were dismissed by the organized crime members working as judges there. Um, and and were, um, after they denied my mother, who is a citizen of the United States, her legal and constitutional rights to a, jar, uh, a trial by jury. That's what a judge in the sanctuary city of Rochester, New York, did. Denied uh, my mother her constitutional and legal rights to uh, be before a, a grand jury. Okay, so uh, two of those, uh, uh, the three um, lawsuits were filed. Uh, one was filed in the bankruptcy court, and they, of course, dismissed it also. Uh, but it doesn't matter because once you file the notice of claim and you file the lawsuit, even if they dismiss it or if they knock it down, you can always get them back on and go to court and win your case. So don't worry, do not worry about that if you have done similar things. So. Let them dismiss it. Uh, once you send the notice of claim, 
you can come back 30 years after that and you can still win the case and, and uh, do what you need to do. So, uh, but that shows criminal intent because what it shows is that they did the, the, the crime, committed the crime, and then they covered it up by having the pain, uh, uh, having one of their organized crime um, associates dismiss the, the uh, cases through court fraud, meaning illegally. Okay? So that's what um, has been going on. And I hope that um, with the sample case that I gave you, uh, with the housing voucher and the Section 8 application, you have a, a vivid uh, idea. And, and I, the illustration that I used with the sample case, the real-life sample case that I'm using, uh, gives you an idea of how these organized crime members working as Goldman employees operate and how they uh, sell the Goldman benefits. Uh, they steal it from the citizens and legal residents and sell them to illegals. Uh, so this is uh, what I have been most uh, interested in. And um, I also wanted to let you know, today I went to the Guthrie, um Hospital uh, ER, the emergency uh, a hospital in Corning, New York. Uh, and uh, this um, hospital is also controlled by the organized crime, as uh, many of the hospitals are. Almost 99% of the hospitals in the um, United States, according to my 17 years research. Because the people here, and you know, I believe that nobody's naive enough not to know, that if you don't belong to the organized crime or you know somebody, they don't give you a job anywhere in the, in the United States because that's how the previous administration led the, the, the country. And um, when I went today to the Corning Hospital in Corning, New York, C-O-R-N-I-N-G, and I went to the ER. The phone number there is 607-937-7253, 607-937-7253. And they again falsified the, um, the uh, test results uh, because I have an infection. I know I have an infection because this is not the first time that I have had the same infection, and they falsified the results. And they also tried to do what the Arnold Hospital in Bath, New York, uh, did. And uh, let me just spell the uh, Guthrie Hospital. It's G as in George, U as in under, T as in Tom, H as in Harry, R I E. Just in case uh, some of your some of you uh, news reporters or investigative news reporters or government officials can get hackers or. Uh, investigators to go into the computers and see, uh, dig out some, some dirt and find out what these people have been up to. What they did at Guthrie Hospital today is what they always do with Lisa Jackson and myself. When we go to the DR, they are, uh, we are followed, first of all, uh, and you can check the security cameras uh, if, uh, if you see any uh, cars coming after us. Um, you pretty much will notice that something is, is, is tough when you see people following people and stalking people. 
And after we went there, um, apparently the people who were, the stalkers that were following us uh, had not gotten there. They got there after us. And uh, they, I, you know, the, I am examined by uh, the, 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 I talked to the nurse, the male nurse. He tells me, I uh, to tell him the symptoms. I tell him the symptoms. Then he tells me, oh, that's an infection, this type of infection. So he tells me, oh, it's a urinary tract infection. And it's not because, um, you know, of something you do. It's because it happens. So he tells me, oh, all the symptoms uh, point, point to the urinary tract infection. When I, he says, give me a urine sample, I give him a urine sample. I know I have a urinary tract infection because I've had them before. And then he comes back and he says to me, oh, um, uh, well, the, 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 the doctor is not there. It's nowhere to be found. They have a, a student there or a, what they call a, a assistant physician who, uh, and this is the impression that I got, she, ha- she doesn't know what she's doing, and she's there because she knows somebody, and this is what, this is my opinion, okay? So she comes in. I tell her what happened. She tells me uh, to tell her the symptoms. I tell her the symptoms. Um, and then I hear some uh, murmurs uh, regarding my urine, and then somebody comes in, and without knowing my mother, a woman, she tells my mother her name. She tells my mother, are you Luis Oyasun? Because when we go to some place and they are following us, what they say is you have to look for a tall, uh, dark-skinned or tanned woman and a, a woman that looks white, which is my mother. Uh, and uh, sometimes they say they tell them, oh, Solange uh, uh, Martinez looks like a Middle Eastern or some, something from some, uh, a person from Egypt or a, a person from India, and the other looks white. So she comes inside, she tells my mother her name without, you know, us uh, telling her my mother's name or anything like that. And she asked, uh, asked her, are you Luisa Oyasun? And she says, yes. So my mother looks at me and she says uh, to me after she leaves, how come she knows my name? Of course she knows uh, our name because they, they follow us and everywhere we go to every hospital. And then after that happens, then the same uh, male nurse that told me just a few minutes before, oh, you have a urinary tract infection because you have the symptoms. Uh, he comes and he says, oh, you don't have anything. And I said, so, so what about the symptoms? Oh, no, that you don't have anything. So let's do this test. They, they uh, proceed to do a blood test. So, and then they want to do some type of uh, other test. And what they're doing is, and they do this with all of the victims of the organized crime, all of the victims of traffickers of identities and government benefits. If they commit something that is called healthcare fraud, you go into the ER or into a hospital with uh, a headache, and they uh, start uh, doing CT scans on your feet. Uh, or you go in with a broken uh, hand, and they start doing a CT scan on your stomach, your your uh, legs, your brains. Uh, and other things, if they do take tests that are not necessary uh, in order to charge uh, a lot of money to the insurances. 
and that is called healthcare fraud. You follow? And this is what uh, happened with Lisa Yasun when she went to, uh, not the first time, that she, the first day, but after the organized crime followed us and found out that we went to the Bath uh, Arnold Hospital, A-R-N-O-T, Arnold Hospital in Bath, New York. Uh, they gave her um, the correct uh, test and the correct diagnosis. diagnosis. They told her, well, you have a, a, a urinary tract infection, you uh, also have this and that. They gave her, gave her the medication. Uh, and then they changed the medication, of course, after they were, contact, they were contacted by the organized crime. And she still has the uh, urinary tract infection and the bladder infection because it seems that something uh, that we use or some uh, toilet that we sat on or something gave us that uh, type of infection. But anyway. Uh, after that, the first time that she went, they gave the, they did the correct thing. And after that, uh, I took her there because she had uh, a severe migraine headache. And the only thing that it, they had to do was to give her a pill, which cost uh, to the, for the hospital, it cost maybe uh, $25 or so. It's called Imetrex for the severe migraine headache. That's all. And give her a prescription. This is your prescription. Uh, you took the pill, 15 minutes after that, the migraine headache was gone, and this is your prescription for uh, four weeks' worth of uh, migraine headache medication, which is a month. And that's what the ER doctors are allowed to do, to give a prescription for four weeks uh, a month until you, you figure out what you need to do, and, and they give you your medical insurance, as they should do by law. Uh, so they figure in four, four weeks the any... DSS uh, employee can give you your Medicaid or process the paperwork for your Medicaid or whatever. Luisa Oyasu, my mother, has uh, been waiting for her Medicaid paperwork to be processed and her Medicaid to show up and her public assistance uh, a, a application to, to, to be processed for her, not for somebody else, for three months. And it, 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 is supposed, it was supposed to be processed for uh, a few days, so I don't know what happened. Well, I have an idea, but uh, this is what, what has transpired. So when I went to go through it, they start doing a lot of, uh, they want to do a lot of things, and I said, you know, you have, uh, I have a urinary tract infection. You told me I have a urinary tract infection. Then you tell me I don't, and then you want to do more tests. So what happens with my mother, at, and so I said, you know, uh, I think I, it, I'm not going to stay for any more tests because I have to go home. So I didn't stay for the test, and they, then they wanted to falsely accuse me of not uh, wanting to get medical treatment. When they refused to give me the medical treatment that they were supposed to give me for the urinary tract infection, which is something, uh, medication that would take it away. And now they are telling me, uh, oh, you, you, if you go now and you don't let us uh, run the test, then uh, you you are leaving for against doctor's advice. So when they brought me the paper, I said, okay, bring the paper. I'm going to sign it. I wrote next to my signature. Uh, I left. I came to the uh, ER for a urinary tract infection. They refused to give me medical care, so I left. Because what they want to do with the um, organized crime members um, victims is to falsely document 
that they are sick and their health has deteriorated to the point where they drop dead because they refuse to get medical uh, care, which makes no sense. Because who is going to be sick and who is going to refuse medical care? It makes no sense. So only a person with the intelligence of a rock can argue that, uh, uh, can make that argument. A person with, with uh, an IQ of, of five uh, knows that that's a ridiculous argument. You're going to drive all the way to a hospital uh, just to refuse medical care? It makes no sense. So when he wrote me the paper, I wrote, uh, I came uh, with a urinary tract infection to the ER of Guthrie Hospital in Coney, New York, and uh, I, I, had to leave, I left because I refused to give him medical care. So he got angry because he was falsely documenting, the people there were falsely documenting uh, that I was refusing medical care, when in reality, they were refusing to give me medical care after the uh, organized crime that, uh, after the organized crime order. And these people are not there, uh, and I can assure you, uh, because of what they know. They are there because of who they know. And so they have to do whatever they're told to keep their jobs and to keep their high-paying salaries when they're not earning that salary because they're not there because of what they know. They're there because of who they know. And so this is what happened. And with, uh, with my mother, what happened was the following. The first time she went to that um, a hospital, she was given the correct medical care. Then when I took her there for severe migraine headaches because, of course, she didn't have the epilepsy medication, and if she doesn't have the medication, the dilantin, the dilantin level goes down, she gets severe migraine headaches, and then eventually uh, she dies. She gets uh, an epileptic seizure for lack of um, dilantin, and then a brain hemorrhage, and then she dies. So uh, if she didn't have the uh, dilantin, she kept having the uh, migraine headache. So when I used to take it to the DSS uh, department, they used to tell me, no, I cannot process her, her Medicaid application uh, in 72 hours, as they should, because they, oh, with a chronically ill uh, citizen, they're supposed to process a uh, 72 hours Medicaid, emergency Medicaid, and give it to the person, to the citizen or legal resident, so they can get treatment, they can go see the specialized doctors that they need to see to stop the severe migraine headache and to get uh, a treated by a neurologist, and uh, then get the medical care and the medication that they need, well, she just refused uh, the emergency Medicaid, then we waited three months. We have been waiting for three months for the Medicaid. She has been put in many different insurances. Uh, she has been put in Medicare savings. I'm not, and she's having, first she was put in Medicare of New York, because of course they process the application and what they do, the organized plan is they process your application at DSS, they sell the whole package with your name and identity at the DSS office, and then they give you, they put you in whatever programs they can put you in, and whatever uh, uh, medical insurances they can put you in, because they already sold your Medicaid to another person with the uh, public assistance whole package. So they have to put you in perhaps adult protective service or perhaps another agency of CSS because they already sold your public assistance package with the medic your Medicaid in it. You follow? So um, with that, 
my mother has been waiting for medication uh, to get rid of the two chronic uh, infections that she has, the urinary tract infection and the um, bladder, the chronic bladder infection that she has, and they have been uh, issuing little vouchers for her, uh, but they don't give her any medical insurance where she can go to a doctor and see the doctor and get the medical care that she needs. And that's because, of course, the organized doesn't want her to stay alive because they need her to die so they can defeat the illegals uh, that, that who they sold her identity to can step into her identity and continue to uh, defraud the United States for my federal reserve account uh, uh, year after year with millions of dollars and billions and trillions of dollars and use the taxpayers and the U.S. government uh, money at, at the personal checking account. You follow? So this is what has been uh, happening. So my mother has had these two infections, and you know how much those two infections cost the taxpayers? Anywhere from forty to $50,000 because my mother has not been given her Medicaid. She has been sent to the ER constantly. At the ER, every time she gets there, they have run millions of tests that she doesn't need because the only thing that she needs is a prescription to get rid of these two chronic uh, infections, which are about uh, the cost of, of that um, ER visit should be about $200 or so, no more. And the bills are now 40000 to 50000 Why? Because they commit uh, health care fraud because they want the uh, organized crime members who are connected to the hospital to make a lot of money. They want the person that never gets uh, the, uh, the medication to die, so illegal can step into their identity. And the uh, DSS commissioners and SSA commissioners can continue to sell her, their, identity, their identities uh, in, in uh, full cover welfare packages and uh, social security packages. You follow? So this is the, the modus operandi of the organized crime and the organized crime members working as government employees. So that's why Lisa Yarson has to be put in uh, adult protective service or any other agency, not be uh, mentioned in public assistance anymore because her identity and her government benefits package were already sold to somebody else. So they cannot mention her there. They have to mention her in uh, 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 in uh, adult protective service or any other uh, program, you know, perhaps drug addiction program or perhaps alcoholic anonymous programs or whatever. They have, uh, public assistance has many hundreds of programs that they can put you in when they steal your identity and government benefits and sell, sell them as a package. I interviewed a gentleman who told me, they sold me somebody else's package for such and such. He told me the amount of money. I'm not going to say it. Uh, but for that amount of money, and they told me, you give me, uh, every month you give me that amount of money, and I will give you this person's uh, entire welfare package. So you can uh, uh, live comfortably, according to the taxpayers, and you give me my money, and you, uh, you economize a lot of money because you're a, a, a worker, a hard worker. You have your own um, personal business, and you live cheap, courtesy of the taxpayers. That's why the taxpayers will never, ever, and, uh, and paying a lot of taxes because 
they need to support the illegals who are in this country and the people who work and can't pay rent and other expenses, so they prefer to pay cheap rent courtesy of the taxpayers through the uh, buy-in of the government benefits of somebody else who really need it. You follow? So this is the modus operandi of the organized crime, and this is the way they sell Medicaid and uh, other government benefits. Okay? So, and this is how the hospitals connected to the organized crime make a lot of money. The doctors make a lot of money. And I should tell you, today I went to the Guthrie Hospital in Corning, New York. You should, uh, if you are an investigative news reporter or any any uh, government official who investigates fraud, go to that, uh, ask for the camera today at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, approximately. Today, the 10th of uh, April of 2018, you will see that nobody's working. Everybody's sitting down. They get $60,000, uh, $80,000 per year for doing nothing. Just falsifying uh, test results and in, in, uh, committing healthcare fraud. Running tests uh, after test after test after, after test uh, when they know what the person has and it can be cured or it can be uh, solutioned with one pill for a migraine headache or with uh, a, a few uh, pills for uh, an, a, an infection, a blood infection, or a urinary tract infection. But they don't do that. They run test after test after test because they want uh, a lot of bills uh, to be paid by the taxpayers. So the taxpayers end up losing, the citizens and legal residents end up losing, and the only ones that uh, end up um, winning are the government employees who are part of the organized crime and traffickers of identities and government benefits and the illegals. And this is why we need to solution the problem. This is why we, we need to hold these people accountable. That's why I'm giving you the date, time, and uh, places where uh, people can uh, go into the computer system, hack the, con uh, hack the computers, they can find out how many falsification of uh, records there are, uh, I'm giving you the dates and times and the people who are involved in this uh, uh, defrauding of the United States government and the taxpayers. So we can process uh, these people legally, take them to court um, for defrauding the United States government federal reserve account and uh, the taxpayers, and confiscate all their properties because those people, those big houses that they have, the nice car, the 100 $50,000 cars that they have or the $100,000 cars that they have, they are bought with illegitimate money that they stole from the taxpayers and the, the, um, the United States Government Federal Reserve account. So I hope that you're understanding uh, what I'm explaining to you and the illustration and uh, how the organized crime operates and how they assassinate American citizens and legal residents to continue to perpetrate the fraud and the using of the taxpayers and the government uh, federal reserve account as their personal checking account. Okay, so with that being said, I'm going to uh, again read the names uh, and contact information of the people that uh, 
uh, are in charge or can't return Luisa Oyarzun's uh, straight Medicaid to her so she can uh, stop having uh, this um, chronic infection uh, that she has had for three months because her Medicaid and other government benefits are being sold and go to the doctors that she needs to go to to uh, get treated treatment for her epilepsy and multiple sclerosis and herosclerosis and other chronic illnesses, physical illnesses, and also be taken out of the uh, different of the different um, medical uh, insurances that do not provide her with the medical care that uh, and the medications that her straight Medicaid provides her with. But they need to keep her in the insurances that they have her in order to benefit the illegals, in order to benefit um, the illegals that are in the nursing homes that they have uh, them in by using Lisa Yasun's Medicare uh, Part B as in boy, which she never signed up for. Okay? I hope that you're understanding what I am saying to you. So uh, I'm going to give you a little break. I'm going to play. Uh, a little bit of music that I want you to listen to uh, so you can um, see how our uh, nation is uh, become. So uh, listen to this, and I hope that you can uh, hear what I hear when I play this song. <laughs> I hope that you uh, get uh, the idea with this song uh, because I feel sometimes that I am telling people not to do that, uh, you know, to not to steal, not to kill, because the Bible says not to steal, not to kill. But they don't. They, it's like they're not listening. So, um, with that, uh, let me just tell you that in three months, Luisa Oyarzun, this is what the organized one has done. Lisa does to about the 50 million American citizens she nominated a forgotten man in her nation. Um, she has been jumped from putting from one plan to the next to the next to the next, and they have uh, this is what they have done for the last 60 years or so. But uh, they have prevented her from using her 
uh, through medical insurance, which is straight Medicaid, um, and I'm talking about these commissioners. And uh, this is what, in the, only in the last three months, they have put her in. They have put her in the managed long care plan without her knowledge or consent, because when she submitted her Medicaid application on or around the 26th of January of 2018, she submitted the public, her public assistance filled out application and nothing was missing. And then she uh, was asked by uh, Rwanda uh, Pruner, uh, R-H-A-N-D-A, Rwanda Pruner, P-U-T-R-U-N-E-R, Rwanda Pruner. She, she told us that she was first, she told us that she was the Medicaid, super, Medicaid department supervisor. Then she told us that that she was not the Medicaid uh, department supervisor. But anyways, after she submitted, Rizaliasa submitted her, her application, fully um, filled out her Medicaid application, which was contained in the public assistance application that she submitted. Then she was asked by Ms. Brunner uh, to fill out another application for managed long care plan. She said, that she, if she didn't fill out that application, she was not going to process her Medicaid application, which was contained in the uh, public assistance application, which was, I believe, blackmail. But anyway, she uh, filled out the second uh, Medicaid, the second application for managed long care, and then she appeared in the managed long care plan, which is what uh, the type of uh, medical insurance that people who are in nursing homes use. And therefore, that's why they don't want to take her out of Medicare Part B, because Medicare Part B are usually used for people in nursing homes. If my mother is giving her a straight Medicaid, then they cannot justify why uh, hundreds of uh, illegals are in nursing homes with uh, Medicaid, because Medicaid is for people who need to see multiple uh, straight Medicaid is for, for people who need to see multiple doctors, like my mother needs to see the neurologist, the oncologist, gynecologist, of, uh, nephrologist, uh, gastroenterologist, ophthalmologist, uh, cardiologist, etc. like different, 15 or 17 different doctors to stay alive. So since they have these uh, many people uh, in nursing homes who are illegal, uh, getting free medical treatment and free nursing home staying, courtesy of the taxpayers, by using my mother's social security number and identity, they have to uh, register in Medicare Part B as invoice illegally because the law uh, says the federal law, and these people are multiple felons because they have been violating multiple federal laws. Uh, the federal law says um, that if you submit the notification through a legal document um, called uh, uh, Code of Federal Regulation 1838B and 1818A-C2B, then you give the Social Security Administration Office notification that you are get, uh, opting out of Medicare Part B as invoice because of whatever the reason. You don't even need to give them a reason. You just need them notification need to give them notification through the legal document that uh, I just read to you. It's called um, the uh, Code of Federal Regulations. 
And uh, once you submit that document, they must, by law, take you out of Medicare Part B. My mother has submitted that document 11 times, and they still leave her there. You know why? Because they need to use her to defraud the taxpayers in the United States Government Federal Reserve account with millions and billions and trillions of dollars by paying uh, nursing homes for, uh, for illegals to get free care in nursing homes, in different nursing homes across the nation by using my mother's identity. That's why they cannot take her out of Medicare Part B. So the taxpayers and the United States Government Federal Reserve account can pay for illegals to get free uh, health care and medication at the nursing homes. And that's why this, uh, this um, person, Richard Jackson, uh, was putting this managed long care plan. She doesn't need a managed long care plan because she has a college professor taking care of all her paperwork uh, and taking care of everything else. She needs her straight Medicaid so she can visit the multiple doctors, specialized doctors that she needs to visit to stay alive. But they don't want her to stay alive, the organized crime. Uh, members because they need her dead so the people uh, who have her identity can uh, be put at ease and not worry about being prosecuted for using somebody else's identity. And I think that that's um, more than a dozen years in jail if you get caught using somebody else's identity and defrauding the United States government federal reserve account and uh, the taxpayers. So uh, the last time I checked with President uh, George Bush, they were giving 25, dollars, 25 uh, years in jail if they caught you using somebody else's identity and defrauding the United States government a federal reserve account. So I don't, I don't know if that's changed, but that's, that's the deal. So they don't want these, these clients that are giving uh, government employees at SSA and DSS uh, people, uh, they don't want uh, them to say, you know, if I'm going to be prosecuted for this, I'm not going to do it anymore. Uh, they don't want them to worry because they need the uh, government employees, the SSA and DSS commissioners, they need that monthly check from the, the these people, these illegals who uh, buy these identities and who cover uh, welfare packages and uh, Medicaid that they are selling these illegals. So they, the taxpayers can pick up the tax. You see what I mean? So. Only in the last three months, my mother has been put in managed care, managed long care plans, uh, and I believe for those of you who investigate fraud, um, it says here, name managed long care plan, Ira the, the, uh, uh, Davenport Memorial Hospital. Ira, I, R A. Davenport, D as in David, A, D as in Victor, E, N, C as in Peter, O, O as in Orlando, R, T, Davenport Memorial Hospital. P.O. Box, and always when there's a monkey business, they always give you a P.O. Box, not a physical address. P.O. Box 1530, Elmira, New York. Elmira is C as in Edward, L as in Love, M as in Mary, I, Arafin Raymond, Arafin comma New York, 14902. And uh, it says here, concerning patient uh, Luisa 
uh, Oyarsun, 33 Buell Street, apartment 201, back in York, 14810. Case number, Emma C. Mary, A.S. in Apple, 0023636. And uh, C. number, A.S. in Frank, C. is C.I.N. number. F.S. in Frank, Z.S. in Zebra, 09464 C.S. in Theater. And they committed one bill for $6,999.36. Okay. Um, uh, that's about what uh, a nursing home is charging for uh, the stay in a nursing home from 7000 to $14,000 per month. So only in the last three months, my mother has been put in managed long care health, uh, managed long care plan, uh, also in Medicare of New York, uh, which is somewhere uh, in, and I don't know the address, I didn't say the address, uh, in, in somebody else's, uh, under somebody else's medical insurance that she, she doesn't even know this, uh, Caucasian woman that she was uh, that uh, whose insurance was used to put my mother in, uh, so she, they can charge this woman's insurance. Um, she was also put in well care. She was also put in Medicare savings plan, in a Medicare savings plan, and she was also put in Medicare Part D as in boy. Those are six different uh, medical insurances that my mother has. And my mother cannot get a few pills to get rid of uh, two chronic urinary tract infections. And the taxpayers have been already uh, have already paid um, anywhere from forty to uh, fifty thousand dollars for these two urinary tract infections. Do you see why uh, our external debt is never going to go away, and why uh, the country is going to continue to sink into a black hole? because the, the illegals are draining our resources through our corrupted government employees. How do we fix that? We need to take our corrupted government employees out of the way. And we need to, in order for us to do that, we need to hold them accountable. If uh, we don't process these people legally, if we don't prosecute these people, charge them, for fraud and prosecute them and take them out of the way. The other people who are looking at these people doing that are going to say, why can't I do that? If they do it and they get away with it because there is no accountability, why can I not do it? So they continue and they join uh, the criminal organization and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. The problem gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And when, it comes, when we come to see it, it is impossible to resolve. That's why we need to prosecute these people and put them in jail behind bars where they belong. I don't understand if I'm being clear, but this is this is very this is how dangerous the situation is in our country. People are being assassinated by our government employees at the hospitals and at the uh, by the the uh, government agencies that were created to help the citizens, not to be used as weapons to kill the citizens to, go, to sell their identity. And again, I'm going to ask you to please make the call of action, make a call of action and ask these people to please connect or return my mother's Medicaid 
uh, because they don't have to connect it, connect it because uh, it is active in the New York State Department of Medicaid. So uh, they just need to give them permission to mail it to uh, my mother so she can see the specialized doctors that she needs to see because to have her uh, in Medicare Part B, it is another violation of U.S. law, federal law, which says that uh, people with AIDS and people who are chronically ill, like my mother, who have chronic uh, illnesses like epilepsy and cancer and other chronic illnesses, cannot be put in managed care. Cannot, because it limits them according to the U.S. law. That's how the law defines it. It limits them, quote-unquote, and prevents them from getting the medical care that they need. So the organized crime uh, wants to prevent them from getting the medical care that they need because they want them dead. You follow? So I need you to make a call of action. If you can find it in your heart, heart please call the Steuben County DSS Commissioner, Ms. Catherine uh, Moller. The middle initial is AS in Apple. And Ms. Catherine Moller uh, is uh, spelled K as in kilometer, A, T as in Tom, H as in Harry, R as in Raymond, Y as in yours, N as in Nancy, Moller, M-U-L-L-E-R. In the, her middle initial is A as in Apple. Her phone number is 607-664-2000, 607-664-2000, or 607-664-3000, 607-664-3000. Her fax number is 607-664-2179, 607-664-2179. And um, her uh, email address is uh, her secretary's email address, which is Dana. And Dana's email address is dana.edenham at co.suven.ny.us. Again, Dana is D as in David, O as in Orlando, N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy, A as in Apple, E as in Edward, B as in Victor, I as in India, N as in Nancy, G as in George, H as in Harry, A as in Apple, M as in Mary. At C as in Cat, O as in Orlando, Dad, Suben, S as in Sam, C as in Tom, E as in Edward, U as in Under, B as in Boy, E as in Elephant, N as in Nancy, Dad, N as in Nancy, Y as in yours, that, U as in under, S as in Sam. And uh, she can be found, uh, her address is DSS Commissioner at uh, DSS Suburban County, 3 East Fulton Street. 3 East Fulton, P as in Peter, U as in under. L as in love, E as in Tom, E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, E as in Edward, Y as in yours. 3 is Fulton Street, P U L T E N E Y Street, Bath, New York, 14810. Bath, New York, 14810. B as in boy, A as in apple, T as in Tom, H as in Harry. That's the address. And Please also call uh, Mr. Uh, Alex Arthur, 
Alex, A-L-E-X, I think, X-ray. Asa is A as in apple, Z as in zebra, A as in apple, R as in Raymond. And he is the secretary of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Please call this man and ask him to please see that Lisa Yarson, an elderly disabled U.S. citizen, an American citizen, gets her Medicaid back, her straight Medicaid back, uh, and stop uh, being put uh, in different um, insurances that she uh, cannot use and uh, do not provide medical care, the medical care and the medication that she needs to stay alive. And they are illegally uh, provided to her because without her knowledge or consent, which is healthcare fraud. It's called medical insurance fraud. You cannot sign people up for medical insurances without a knowledge or consent. And if you do by mistake and they uh, ask you to take them out, you have to, you must take them out because it, otherwise it's fraud. And uh, Secretary of U.S. Department of Health and Human Services can be found. Secretary Alex Asa can be found at 200 Independent Avenue, Southwest. Washington, D.C., 20201. 200 Independent Avenue, comma, X as in Sam, period, W as in Wonder, period, Washington, comma, D, period, D, and per D, uh, dot, D, dot, 20201. Washington, D.C., 20201. The phone number is 877 6775 excuse me, 6775 And um, please also call, uh, make a call of action to the New York State Department of Health and uh, the New York State Department of Health Commissioner Howard Soccer. New York State Department of Health Commissioner Howard Soccer. And that's H as in Harry, A-W-A-R-D, H as in Harry, A-W-A-R-D, soccer, Z as in zebra, U as in under, C as in kilometer, um, C as in character, K-E-R, soccer, Z as in zebra, U, C, K-E-R, and it's an English. It's located at Corning Tower, C as in Cat, O as in Orlando, R as in Raymond, and as in Nancy, I-N-G, Tower, C-O-W-E-R, Corning Tower, Empire State, that's on the next line, Empire State Plaza, so it's Corning Tower, and then next line, Empire State Plaza, and then the next line, Albany, New York, 12237. His phone number is 518 474 518-474-2011, and his tax number is 518-474-6601, tax number 518-474-6608. And Nancy A. Berry Hill, who spent assassins after my mother, after she became, she 
sold for most worth of her social security benefits, can be found at, uh, and she's the one who ordered her to be put in Medicare Part D as employees by the Social Security Administration Office's employees uh, in violation of the um, code, uh, federal code, 1838B and 1818AC2B of the Social Security uh, Act. Uh, the Code of Federal Regulation, 1838B uh, and 1818AC2B. So she's a felon because she's violating uh, this federal law. And uh, Nancy Berejil can be found at Social Security Administration Office. And she is uh, an interim or temporary commissioner there. And she um, is found at 6401 Security Boulevard, 6401 Security Boulevard, Baltimore, uh, Maryland, 21235. Baltimore, Maryland, 21235. And that's 6401 Security Boulevard, Baltimore, Maryland, 21235. Her phone number is 418, I'm sorry, 410-965-2982. 410-965-2982, extension 2. And uh, she's there from Monday through Friday from 8.30 to 5. And the fax number is 410-597-0015. 410-597-0015. And uh, if you would like to send the New York State Department of Health Commissioner Howard Stoker an email on Luis Aljarsson's behalf to prevent her from being assassinated, uh, please uh, contact uh, Mr. Howard Stoker, the New York State Department of Health Commissioner, at Diazin David or in Orlando, Asian Harry, Diazin David or in Orlando, Asian Harry, web. W-E-B as in boy, at help.ny.gov. So it's D-O-H-W-E-B at H-E-A-L-C-H dot N-Y dot G-O-V. And um, I should also tell you that one of the uh, models of the run, one of the uh, schemes that they use uh, to be able to blacklist the citizens, uh, almost 50 million of them, about 50 million of them, according to my research, my 17 years research, is uh, that they said to the uh, patients, why don't you sign, uh, why don't you enter this electronically and give us permission to share your information? So if you go to another town's doctor, he will be able to view your information. What they really are doing is they have uh, citizens and legal residents who are victims of the uh, organized crime to give them permission to have all the hospitals where they go to and all the clinics where they go to to view their accounts. Uh, in that way, they can notate electronically their accounts and blacklist them and sell, uh, put on the, on the account. If this person comes here, uh, falsify their medical records and do not provide any medical care or any medication worthwhile for this person. 
and about 50 million American citizens and legal residents are being victimized by this. So for those of you who are uh, fraud investigators, corruption investigators, uh, government officials, news reporters, uh, investigative news reporters, because I have uh, uh, contacted uh, a lot of you uh, in the um, producers, news producers, uh, you might want to get a hacker and hack these people and these hospitals' uh, computers so you can find the hidden treasure and then you can expose them on TV all over the place. So people are aware of what uh, uh, they do and how they do it, their modus operandi, and they can protect themselves and they also can be prosecuted and, and put behind bars bars where they belong because um, they are not only violating uh, gas laws, uh, which is uh, m the most important thing, but they are also violating our constitution because they don't feel our constitution uh, uh, needs to be respected. They feel that it needs to be done, uh, it needs to be deleted, and perhaps a communist manifesto can be uh, can replace it. So we can become like Cuba or like Venezuela or uh, like uh, North Korea or uh, a communist country. And this is not what our founding fathers uh, uh, meant for us to have. This is not a dictatorship or an oligarchy. This is a constitutional republic. And the government, uh, the government is for the people and by the people, not for the government employees and by the government employees. So um, I hope that you have uh, learned uh, a, a little bit more about the organized crime, that uh, you understood what uh, I told you, uh, what I said uh, during uh, today's um, discussion. And if you have any questions, uh, you can ask them, ask them now. I'm going to be quiet for a little bit, so if you have any questions, you can ask them, although I think I explained everything very clearly. Well, I think I uh, don't have anybody uh, with any questions, which is very good. I'm very glad because that means I explained everything clearly and you understood uh, what I was saying and all the material. So um, I'm very glad. And with that being said, uh, I'm going to leave you now. Uh, I am very satisfied with the information that I gave you tonight. I hope that you can use it to protect yourself, those around you, and our patriots here in our country, the United States. Thank you for listening, and I will be uh, giving you more information. I know uh, those of you who are patriots, true patriots, will make the um, call of action for my mother, Luisa Oyarsun, and ask these people to please uh, return her Medicaid to her because she needs it, and her um, the right of the illegals uh, to get free medical care uh, and free medication for which they did not work does not supersede the right of uh, citizens who worked dozens of years, paid their taxes, and did everything right 
like my mother, uh, to get medical care. So she needs her medical care. And that's not the way the solution, uh, that, that the illegal problem is going to be a solution, to kill the American citizens and give the illegals their identity. That is not the way to solution this problem. So with that being said, uh, I'm going to leave you. Uh, have a good night, and may God continue to bless you. I hope that you have a pleasant rest of the night, and I hope that you will pray tonight and pray every day because prayers are very, very strong, and the devil does not like them. Oh God, now 